And welcome back to Cats at Night with John Katsimatidis. I'm Dominic Carter sitting here alongside Mr. Katsimatidis. Also in studio, we have Judge Richard Weinberg, former Governor David Patterson. And now we bring in the great Larry Cutlow. Mr. Cutlow, good evening to you. And now uh, Mr. Mr. Katsimatidis is uh, going to pick up with the questions. Uh, Larry Cudlow, I mean, we've had some week up and down like uh, like usual. And the big question is, uh, last week, uh, uh, oil was down to $73. I hate to keep bringing it up. And now it's back up to 79 Goldman Sachs is, is saying 100 And Russia today uh, made a statement that they're going to cut production because they want $100 oil. And my statement on Fox last week, it says, if I get, we get $100 oil again, my comment was, oh my God, here we go again. Larry Kudlow to you. You know, John, that stuff is really, uh, it's a great point. It's really important point. Uh, oil's back to $80. Brent European is, is a five bucks higher. And you're right about Russia. Uh, they may they may cut off just as a threat. So you've got the State of the Union speech where the president basically gives oil ten years to live, right? He says ten more years, which is just utter nonsense. And he goes and attacks big oil. You know, big oil's making money. Sure, they're making money. Uh, they're making money in part because prices are too high, and prices are too high is because. The production is still down from 2019 pre-COVID, and all of his policies, as articulated in the State of the Union, continues the war against fossil fuels. And another point here, you know, $80, maybe it's gone to 90 or 100, I don't know, $3.50 gasoline. Oil should be somewhere between 50 and 60 bucks which is where it was during the Trump years. The price of gasoline should be slightly over $2. And the middle class is still suffering from this. Let's not forget. And refined petroleum products affect every corner, every nook and cranny of the American economy. So you got a president that wants to end oil in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, prices are high. They may go higher. And if they do go higher, we're going to have higher inflation. We're going to have higher interest rates. We're going to have lower real wages for the middle class, and we'll probably go into recession. So this is a very bad story. One thing leads to another, and the whole policy is bad. I mean, I made a very bad joke uh, last week, uh, Larry. I said uh, if Goldman is uh, is saying that uh, it's a hundred dollar oil, I said how much was the fee from Saudi Arabia? <laughs> yes well uh, <laughs> no comment i know I, I i that's why that's why i prefix it as a joke but you know how we feel about it oh larry i was dying to hear your response <laughs> uh yeah well I'm, I'm gonna let that one slide a little bit. yes let's okay. do let's move on john i will say this nobody has a better handle on the uh, oil uh, prices and the inflation rates and John Cash. You've been the last year or two have been phenomenal. So I don't want to see it either. Look, but again, the policy is wrong. And you have the president, the whole world watches the State of the Union address. And all he does 
is attack big oil. He wants to tax them. He wants to control their profits. And he wants to end uh, fossil fuels in 10 years. This is just utter nonsense. It's nonsense. Utter nonsense. Uh, Larry, we can't. The country can't run on wind power and solar energy. I mean, it's a joke. And everybody knows it's a joke. I mean, one of the things here, it's very interesting. We just had one of the best investment people on our show, Jeffrey Klein, uh, Kleintop. I mean, the guy's really uh, in, in the, just the top uh, 1% of all these investment counselors. You know, you've got, interestingly, since the middle of October, the stock market has actually been rising. Some people believe it's a new bull market. Uh, we had um, Ed Yardenian earlier in the week, an, another guy who's at the top of the list for investment counselors. You know, so things aren't near as bad as many people feared, okay? And the recession arguments, I mean, you can go back and forth forever, soft landing, hard landing. But all I know is the stock market is saying things are not as bad as you think. Profits, which are the mother's milk of stocks, uh, are actually coming in better than expectations. Some companies are losing money. I know that. And there's some job cuts going on. I get that, too. But the fact is, overall, it's not as bad. Stocks look like they're kind of coming back. This week, they were down slightly, but it's been okay. So I don't want to see an oil shock. An oil shock means an interest rate shock, means a Fed shock. That that means even though Powell and David Rubenstein that I saw on Fox Business uh, says that uh, prices are starting to come down, an oil shock will just send us back into a very bad spiral. I agree. I agree with all that. Look, you know, go back. Economic policies are still not good. Uh, David Patterson's party still wants to be the party of big government socialism. I'm sorry. I happen to love David Patterson, by the way. But, you know, he's going to have to call Biden to straighten them out. And that state of the union message was breathtaking in all of the proposals to spend and regulate and tax. I mean, you had an hour of that stuff. The good news is the stock market ignored it because the Republican House will make all that stuff dead on arrival. Now, what's going to happen with budget cuts and the debt ceiling remains to be seen. You're going to have a big fight about that in the months ahead. But the good news is they will stop the bad stuff. And that's probably the only plus that I can see right now. Larry, uh, the red wave wasn't as demonstrative as we thought it would be. I certainly thought it would be. But I kind of thought that maybe President Biden, sort of knowing that they dodged a bullet in the last election, would sort of thinking about 2024, start to do some of the things that President Clinton did in 1995 after we took a bath in 1994. And I was surprised that he didn't. What do you think about that? Well, it's a good point. It's an important point. Um, I'm not sure I was surprised, honestly. Because Biden looks to be very stubborn, and the Democratic Party itself is way to the left of where it was under Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was, you know, Bill Clinton had his flaws, but he was a very good politician. And um, he saw the handwriting on the wall, 
and he worked with the Republicans. I mean, look, Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich passed welfare reform, which was the greatest thing. Uh, you know, it, everybody said it was wouldn't work. Turns out people went back to work and it helped to balance the budget. The problem today is that they don't want any welfare reform. Government ben- He wants to expand government benefits. He won't put in work requirements, and he doesn't want to cut any of the budget. That's what this whole argument about you know, Social Security and Medicare, it's a smokescreen. It's a distraction from the real argument, which is the GOP wants budget cuts in return for a higher uh, debt ceiling. Bill Clinton was a smarter politician than Joe Biden. All right. We'll see what the outcome is in 2024. It's too early to speculate. But I, I can't say I was terribly disappointed because, I mean, look, Biden, and then he goes to Wisconsin and he goes to Florida and he keeps harping on these entitlement programs. He's missing the point. The point is work with Kevin McCarthy. Work with him. McCarthy has said he wants to compromise and we could get through this period in fine shape. But Biden is uh, way too, he's way too stubborn for this. And frankly, I think he's on the wrong track. Uh, Well, uh, Larry Kudlow, we're going to be listening to you tomorrow between 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock on WABC Radio. uh, And uh, 770 on your dial or on your iPhone, 77 WABC. And uh, we'll hear what other wisdoms you're going to tell us. Thank you. Am I buying or am I selling? I'll find out tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Thank you so much, Larry. All right. Thank you.